0: Hello! If you're listening to me, then you have downloaded one of the archival episodes of Pod on Pod. This is a show that doesn't really exist anymore. I am Joel Sharpton. I'm one of the hosts. Josh Shirley is my co-host. And for a couple of years, we reviewed podcasts under the title of Pod on Pod. We have since moved. And you can now find all of our reviews, subscribe to us, and get the latest stuff at always listening Pod. Dot com or follow us on Twitter, on Facebook, at AlwaysPod, or join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash pod. Now, enjoy the review. There's only 24 hours in a day. I got a pair of earbuds and I wish there was a way that I could know just what I want to listen to. There's 150,000
1: shows that I'm not sitting through.
0: Welcome to Pod on Pod, a guide to the world of podcasts, because it's not your daddy's radio. We're your hosts. I'm Josh. And I'm Joel. This week, we're going to be discussing the Marth and Eric podcast. This is a little bit off the beaten path for us, and and I want to preface it a little bit just because for the next two weeks, we're going to do something that we hadn't done yet, but we want to make a more regular feature of the show. We're not normally going to do it back to back like this, um, but we got... A lot of submissions. We asked for them, and suddenly we got them. Imagine that. And they appeared. Yeah. We got some submissions for people that wanted us to review their show. We've got a few criteria that we generally like to adhere to. First of all, we made a very arbitrary rule early on that we're actually going to break right off the top. Not this week, but next week we're going to break. You and I said we weren't going to review a show with less than 20 episodes. Correct. And the thought was there so many podcasts bail out early on. You don't want to. You don't want to be excited about a show to promote it to our audience and and to people that that we talk to, and then have it not go anywhere. Um, but next week we're going to review a show. I'll go ahead and and give you a sneak preview. It's called the Monat Dixon Line. Um, we're going to review that podcast next week, and I think there's only currently nine, maybe ten episodes of that out, but. I'll tell you next week why it's an exception. So that's one of the things that we do. We try to have at least 20 episodes of a show recorded and produced before we review it. We also... Only review a show if we can say something positive about it.
1: That's not true.
0: No, I think for me it's true. I'm not going to put forth a show if all I've got to say is negative things. And I'll tell you, even – and you brought up the Joe Rogan experience, which I had very negative things to say about. First of all, Joe Rogan is super famous, way more famous than I am. And his podcast has way more listeners than our podcasts. Any of them, all of them combined have, you know, probably ever will have. It's punching up, even if I was really ugly and mean. And I don't think I was mean. I had some good things to say about him and his show. I had some negative things to say about him and his show.
1: Look, it's going to be the nature of what we do. If I have spent hours of my life listening to something, and I can warn a listener away from doing that same thing, I'm going to. Oh, yeah, sure. Absolutely. But at the
0: same time, we generally discuss at some point, even if we... Don't even if one of us doesn't like a show, we talk about why someone might, why there is an audience for this show, especially when we review well-known or generally popular shows.
1: And some, but sometimes I'm going to be honest. That's to make myself feel okay about spending my time doing it.
0: <laughs> okay, well, I guess that that's a selfish reason. I can, I but can a reason. I don't nonetheless. like
1: it, but you know, I can see why somebody would.
0: So, but particularly though, for these for smaller shows, for shows that get submitted by one of their listeners or or by the producer or the co host itself, we're not going to review it and put it on the feed if we're going to just rip you apart. So that's that's a little hint here. This show that we're going to review today, the Martha and Eric podcast,
1: we generally liked. And and I think I think it's because it's a difference. It's like film, right? You have a studio show, and you have an indie film, man.
0: Yeah, and it.
1: Indie film is
0: judged in some ways on a slightly different scale. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, and I think you'll hear that in our review today. So what we do on this show, in case this is your first episode, is we break down a different podcast every week for you, discussing it with four criteria in mind, especially audio quality, host likability, production values, and then the content itself. We do some fun stuff at the end, too, like give the show alternate names, discuss our favorite moment, and then rate it overall by giving it. Earbuds. We rate things not with thumbs up or with stars or, uh, you know, legs of lamb. Everybody's got a different rating system. Our rating system is earbuds. We give it a one or two earbuds. Uh, Josh here in particular likes to give things a half earbud. You think it's a symbolic gesture. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Well, we'll see how this show fares. First of all, we should introduce you you, uh, to these hosts. It's Marth and Eric, uh, two buddies who are fast approaching 30. They discuss anything and everything in existence, all the while applying their unusual sense of humor and mutual love of all things nerd-related. That's the canned uh, intro to the show. You can find it and more about them at underratedretro.com, underratedretro.com. They launched the show in March of 2013, and... I personally listen to episode 58, 62, 64, and I'm actually about three-quarters through 69 right now.
1: I listened to 68, uh, the first one. I can't even remember. remember I've, I've listened to, like, five.
0: And you and I were kind of uh, having a little cheat conversation on the way into the studio today. We both... Feel like this is going to be a show that we're going to stick with. So it, it, you, in particular, don't care about the numbers of episodes you listen to because you're going to end up listening to more, a lot more of them. Uh, let's get right to it. This show is different than a lot of the shows that we've listened to, and one of the things that kind of turned me off, I'll admit, with the first episode that I listened to, is that they start the show with a skit, a, a little radio play.
1: Yes, yeah, see, I like that part.
0: It's different. I liked it, too, eventually, once I got the hang of it, which brings us to one of the ways that we discuss shows. When we review a show here on Pod on Pod, we always listen to at least three episodes, and most of the time we try to listen to four or five each. Sometimes we both have an episode in common. Sometimes we'll listen to a a wide array of episodes, and we don't cross over. But the whole point of that is that you don't really get the language of a show, the rhythms of a show. You don't understand any of the end jokes You're not expecting the way things are coming at you. And it's hard to get your bearings until you're two or three episodes in to listening to it. So even if the content is good for you, even if you really do like the hosts, even if it's got the right format that would appeal to you, you're not necessarily going to know that right away and that was definitely the case for me i started listening to the show i've been following Martha and eric on instagram because they're very funny guys they they have a great instagram account by the way mne podcast check them out there and they make memes they make these funny little jokes they're podcasters and and we've got a couple of podcasts that i try to promote on all the social media since you're not really a guy that lives on the internet at
1: all that's that's and and That is one of the things that I found very interesting of the show that is probably unique to me, and a lot of listeners may not attach themselves to that part of the show, which is we're slightly older than they are. Yeah, just a little bit. But it's it's enough of a gap to really be generational. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We went to high school in different periods of time. Right. (laughs) And some of the things that they talk about, especially – when it comes to technology, I'm not very familiar with. So it's like, it's kind of a glimpse into something that I don't know a whole lot about. <laughs> it's like, these, these crazy kids on my lawn, what are, what are they doing with their, well, here's with their, their gizmos here's, and their cell phones and their pages? Here's an example, which is something I, I bet you've never even thought about, and, and you do a great job with promotions. Have you thought about doing anything with Xbox Live? No. No. Uh, they have. I know. Not until the other day, actually. Who was Xbox it? Live to promote a podcast? It's crazy. They've gathered an audience by getting people who listen to the podcast or people who play Xbox Live to. I don't know anything about Xbox Live. Yes, yeah, it's,
0: so it's like it would literally be like it would be like we would be the creepy old guys showing up to the prom. Who you? Uh- Hey, you guys like podcasts over here? You guys, you guys like podcasts? We we got a got a whole bunch of podcasts in this van out here in the parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it'd be a little weird. I don't know. <laughs> so anyway, but they start with the skit, and the the first we got way off topic. We started doing our second show there for a minute. Anyway, the uh, their first skit hit me wrong, and I don't remember which one it was. I don't remember which episode I listened to first, but for whatever reason, it it didn't strike me as that funny. And I was like, "Oh, look at these. This is this is why there's a million of these comedy podcasts out there in the world." And then I started listening to their show in general. First of all, they I thought it was a little cute. Their theme song is uh bit tunes. It yeah. sounds like, you know, old Nintendo games and stuff. I think it's Hurt by the 9 Inch Nails. I uh, think sometimes
1: it's a different song. Oh, really? Yeah. But
0: but also in bit tune.
1: That's cool. Either that or bit tune just sounds different to me every time. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't speak this this chip tune. Uh, anyway, oh, chip tune. I was way off. No, it's bit tune. Oh, okay.
0: Were, to... <laughs> anyway, so so they start off with that, and and our our other podcast has a, a bit tune theme song. So I was a little bit. Uh, I felt th- there was a, a camaraderie there. <laughs> you, then you get into the show itself, and it's just two buddies talking, kind of like these podcasts that we do. Yeah. And I was like, oh, all right. Well, there's this and the conversation is dense. They've been friends a long time. They've been doing this podcast a long time, and they don't provide much of an on-ramp. And that's that's one negative that I'll say right here. They don't there's no window in.
1: If you go back and look, I took a journey with these guys <laughs> because I I do find them relatable. We we've done a podcast for over 2 years. That's pretty similar yeah, yeah, it's a similar time frame. They launched in in like March of thirteenth, so they're like seventy episodes in now, I think. And what I did was that once I once I understood what their concept was and and how they're running the show, I went back to listen to episodes to see if they made the same pitfalls we made, or if they evolved as we evolved, or how their timeline followed our timeline. So that kind of endeared them to me, and it's probably. Shading my entire uh, opinion and view of the show, but I do have a couple of things that won't be as biased. All right.
0: Well, why don't we go ahead and get into the categories themselves? We like to discuss shows. First of all, we just like to discuss podcasts. But then we like to talk about them specifically with these four categories. This is how we break a show down. Audio quality, host likability, production values, and content itself. Audio quality first on this show. It, it First of all, they are in the same place, which is great. Co-location is good for a podcast, right? And the audio quality is solid there. It's the same guy to guy. Now, they're not in a professional studio. No and they don't have three or $400 mics probably, right?
1: It's one of my least favorite parts of the show.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a little rough, but it's, it's doable. And once
1: you get used to it, like once you're on that level, it's not hard to listen to. I would say that audio quality is probably middle of the road. There's a lot of people better than them, and there's a lot of podcasts not as good uh, when it comes to audio quality. Audio quality.
0: Yes. Now I'm going to stick audio. I'm going to stick this into audio quality still, although maybe it bridges over into our next category, host likability. But a lot of times there's a problem with a two handed podcast. We talked about this when we reviewed the Sklarboro, uh, Sklar Brother, Sklarboro Country, which, by the way, they still refer know, to it on know, their show as county on the time, and it ticks me off every time. When we talked about that show, though, Go but you're back, still listening to it. Go back and yeah, yeah. <laughs> go back and listen to the go back and listen to the archives of Pod on Pod. Podonpod.com is where you can see those or listen to those. We talked about it in that episode. Sometimes you have voices that are too similar, and it becomes hard to follow a conversation. You're like, who said what and when as they're talking over each other. That's not the case here. These right. guys they have voices that are more similar than yours and mine, perhaps. But they're not so similar, and their speech patterns aren't so similar that you get crossed wires or anything, even though the the, uh, levels are the same. Host likability, I like both these guys. And even when I didn't like the podcast so much, my heart was with them. They won me over, though, on Instagram and, and Twitter and stuff. Like, I was already into them.
1: I do feel like they're a bunch of punk kids, man. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I do. With with all the negative connotations and to I'm that not, or all the I'm good not, connotations? Like,
1: oh, you punk kids. Both. You. I mean, truly, I'm really not that much older than them, but I feel, I feel like I am. First of all, neither one of them are married,
0: right? I didn't hear anything about wives for either one of them. Correct. And I know for a fact neither one of them have kids because if you have kids, you talk about it all the time.
1: <laughs> yeah, and that could be they're just – Maybe, maybe they're still in a part of their life that I remember very fondly. Oh, and so you're, 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 like you're jealous, and because of your jealousy, you're like you punk kids. Maybe, maybe I find myself like sometimes they'll talk. I think it was Eric. Maybe uh, it could have been Marth. Who knows? But they talked about how one of them has gone through a lot of jobs. <laughs> okay. And he's like, yeah, I stayed up playing video games all night one night, and I just didn't, I just didn't go back." And then he's like. I had a, I had like a, an air bubble in one of my lungs, so I had to miss work, and I was in the hospital, and they knew it. But whenever I got back to work, they were like, "Sorry, this isn't gonna work out." Like he's been through a ton of jobs. Some of them have literally lasted like three days, and some of them had lasted a while. But but every time, like they kind of they kind of like like put that attitude up on a pedestal, like it was cool.
0: Well, but some of that's probably just played for laughs, right? I mean, it is a comedy podcast. I don't
1: know, maybe. Maybe, but I was like, oh, what a lazy, no good. The bums lose, sir. The bums will always lose. Let me redo that one. (laughs)
0: Because you're going to have to edit that out. (laughs) I'm so tired of these monkey fighting snakes on this Monday to Friday plane. Yes.
1: You can just edit any of those in as you'd like. All right. So there was moments. There was moments like that. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> that made me like man, what a And then the connection of uh, man, we've I've kind of been through like there's one part where they really make fun of fat people. And that's not something you're really going to get on a um on a sponsored podcast. Like you're not going to ostracize a group of listeners like that. That's true. And when, and it just struck me as those bo- it's probably not the smartest thing, <laughs> but then I thought, well that's them. If I could describe this podcast in one word, It would be raw, like they're learning as they go. And in fact, on the first one, the beginning of it is them joking around much like we did because we wanted to put something out there that we were proud of. And we wanted to put something out there. So we put a lot of work into it and edited it. And some of the stuff didn't make it in. And we would make comments like, wow, that that intro wasn't very enthusiastic. Let's do it again. And they have some of the exact same conversations in their first episode. Well, I think that's just the natural
0: progression of. Of being an artist at all. Here's the thing that I'll say about Raw. You're not gonna discover Joe Rogan. You're not gonna be able to to share Joe Rogan with your friends and be the guy that that, that showed them. You're not gonna be able to discover WTF with Mark Marin for your buddies. You might be able to study discover pod on pod for your buddies, though you can share us. But also shameless. You are you very likely, you're very likely to be the first friend in your group. To listen to the Martha and Eric podcast. And it might be the exact thing that you guys end up talking about when you get together for coffee or drinks on Friday night or whatever it might be. And let me just say, as a guy who ends up talking a lot about things that we hear on podcasts and not just when we were reviewing them on this podcast, that's worth something. So anyway, I'm really enjoying the show. I'm the host like ability is there Martha and Eric you mentioned it earlier I do have a hard I can't remember which one is which but I but I don't have a, a hard time listening to them as far as the conversation goes production values is pretty simple you got an intro music you got some outro music No, dude
1: they put they put some time and effort
0: into the into the skits into the plays Yes yes yes, yes. the radio sometimes, plays Sometimes sometimes I mean they just it, uh, well you can tell which ones took them a long time which ones took them not so long Yeah but uh, here's the thing though you, you and I don't make a little weekly play with our
1: podcast, do we? I don't have time for that. <laughs> I've got responsibilities, man.
0: Well, and and look, all as many people are, are getting into podcasting, very few people are doing that level of creativity in it. Even Kevin Smith talks about how easy it is is—you just open the mic and talk. And you and I have talked a lot on this show about how a lot of podcasts could do with more editing. Here's an example of where these guys are. Are doing editing, and occasionally they'll hear. Well, no, look, a, a lot in the skits in the plays, they'll let you hear
1: outtakes afterwards where they oh did, sure yes. yeah, yeah oh,
0: there I did three takes of the wizard or whatever you right. Know? But
1: in their natural course of conversation for the show, no, 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 they yeah. don't edit the the conversations.
0: But I, that's I think they give you a little bit of both. Hey, here's a here's a show, and here's the behind the scenes of us goofing off. Here's the raw versions of us. Someday, I think. One or both of these guys is going to end up in a position where people will be going back to this podcast like they now go back and listen to, I don't know, Kurt Cobain's song that he wrote in you know, at 16 in high school or like a, a, a notebook or something. I'm not saying these guys would be famous, but the fact of the matter is you're hearing comedy in its rough draft form. And I think there's something to that as a guy who really enjoys both comedy and the kinds of funny conversations that you can only have in podcasting.
1: I think I made my point.
0: So the content itself, what do you think? Is this show worth it?
1: Yeah, it's. here's the thing. They tried in the beginning to do, like, segments, like, bucket list. What's on your bucket list? And video games are going to be the intro into what got their conversation started.
0: Well, they're on underratedretro.com, which is at least mildly video game geared.
1: Right. And I would say that sometimes there's video game talk, sometimes there's not. Right. But, yeah, I generally enjoy the content for the simple fact that they're, they're crude, it's an explicit show, it's crass, and you think that that's them and that's all that's to them, and then they'll drop like a knowledge bomb on you. I do really, really like that. They both
0: bring to the show. Hey, this is the historical character that I read about this week, or here's the incredible invention that's going to revolutionize our lives over the next ten years. And they and they always discuss it in a ridiculous way because it's two, you know, goofballs talking about it. But. That's what most conversations between two guys are like. So I kind
1: of like hearing that too. Right. So I like that I'm, part I'm of it. glad that they do a little of both. It helps break up a show that could have a lot of monotony in it.
0: Uh, you got any favorite moments from the show? I, I had one in particular, episode 58. I think the name of the show was like Ewok This Way or something something like that. It would, they talked a lot about Star Wars in the show. But there was a moment where they referenced SarlaccLove.com. As a, uh, a great website that they were promoting. Uh, it was a long discussion about Star Wars interspecies mating as a big, big Star Wars nut that made my day. Um, also in episode 62, they did their impression of popular music in, Co- in Quebec. It was just a lot of like, ooch, 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 woot, woot, which is exactly how all modern music sounds to me. So even though we got that generational shift, Hey, they're doing a little bit of those those crazy kids get off my lawn, too. <laughs> <laughs>
1: those crazy Quebecers get off my lawn. Uh, of all the skits that I listened to at the beginning, the Leonardo da Vinci one tickled me.
0: Oh, you, we were talking about that before we started yeah. recording. Uh, the, the, so the basic plot line there is it's Leonardo da Vinci. Uh, he's uh, come back from the dead somehow or something. I can't yeah, remember house. anyway, he's there. He's pitching, I've got a lot of, yeah, I've got a lot of unpublished ideas for inventions, except all of his inventions are effectively sex toys. Sex toys, toys,
1: yeah. (laughs) And it's like, oh, that's already been made.
0: (laughs) So one of the funny things that we like to do on Pod on Pod is give the show alternate names. A lot of thought goes into the title of a show, but sometimes we might can come up with a more descriptive title. I'd call this show, It's All Afterglow, because the whole, like, the whole point is creativity. It's an arts and entertainment podcast. They do, like, a two-minute Play radio play at the beginning, and then there's a 45 minute show that's mostly just them. Like,
1: hey I, I think I I thought a good title would be "While We Figure It Out." <laughs> While we figure it out,
0: you sit and listen. Uh, how about "Underrated Improv" instead of underratedretro.com? dot mm. mm, Not so much. All right. How about the Mirth and Heretic podcast because it's funny and also explicit. No,
1: no, that's that one's bad too. <laughs> Uh, self-contained. How self-contained? Because they, they, it's it's like being invited into their bubble.
0: Oh, all right. Look at that. <laughs> I was gonna make fun of you, and then you brought it all back together at the end of it.
1: Yeah, in my sometimes whenever I'm listening to it, I just picture that like, they're just two astronauts in space, right? And the only people they have to talk to are each other. <laughs>
0: That's how it feels sometimes in this room, too. So you've heard all of this discussion, and you think, that's all swell, fellas. I just wanted to know whether you liked it or not. Can you rate it for me, perhaps? We try to do that every week here, too. Pod on pod, we don't give it stars. We don't give it thumbs up or anything like that. We give it earbuds. We can give it uh, .5. We can give it one. We can give it two, all the way up to four possible earbuds once you count the two of us together. I'm going to give... The Marth and Eric podcast. You can find them and more about them at underratedretro.com. I'm going to give them 1.5 earbuds. Oh, wow. That's... I like the show a lot. It's not for everybody. It's explicit. And as you described it, it's raw. But it is really funny. It's really genuine. It's consistent. These guys are putting it out there. They've been doing yeah. it since March uh, of
1: 2013, and they got 70 episodes already. One and a half earbuds. I am probably going to listen to several episodes I may not listen to them all, but I am going to keep in contact with this podcast. I can't see giving it higher than a one. I can understand that. I think. Especially
0: in light of the rate, the other shows that you've only given above 0.5 or a one.
1: Well, I think people who enjoy podcasting are going to be the people who, who, who find the show and, and find worth in the show. I think people who are listening – or like ESPN or, or NPR, which I think is a, probably a, a good majority of people who, who consume podcasts. Right. They're going for the bigwigs. Yeah. We'll, we'll not get it at all. I think that's fair. I also
0: think that it matters a lot demographically. You know, I mean, we've got some listeners that, you know, are maybe in their late 40s, 50s, 60s, whatever, listening to podcasts for the first time. However... If you're younger than us, if you're 24, 25 years old, I don't know. Maybe this is right up your alley, even if you are quote-unquote normal guy. Anyway, that's 1.5 and one from you. That means it's 2.5 overall, sir. Pretty good for the Marth and Eric podcast. You got any final thoughts for those guys?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm just glad that it was submitted. No, because absolutely. Because I would have never found it, would have never found it, searched for it, thought about it. Until it was submitted. I'm so,
0: you know, my... my a very wise man once told my mother, and she passed it on to me Toot thine own horn, for the self same shall not be tooted. If you don't promote yourself, nobody else is going to. Don't break your arm, patting your own back, but, you know, do it once in a while, because it would get cold otherwise. Anyway, the uh, Martha and Eric podcast, you can find them all over the web at MNE podcast. You can find them on Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook as well, I think. Um. Thanks to those guys for submitting the show. And yeah, we really enjoyed it next week. You're going to hear like the whole flip side. We talked about a podcast this week. That's generationally, generationally, maybe a little younger than us next week. We're going to talk about the Monat Dixon line from Donald Monat and June Dixon. Really cool podcast. You can hear more about that next week, right here at pod If you're liking this show, drop by iTunes or stitcher and write a review about us. That'll help other people just like you find
1: us. Until next week, I'm Joel. And I'm Josh. And Martha and Eric are now off of our bucket list. Two guys and a rogue. I'm one guy. I'm the other. And this is
0: The Network. People have always told me I can be a bit wary of modern things. Very true. So, when Jane suggested selling the house with purple bricks, I weren't happy. No, you weren't. You see, I don't like technology. I don't like the internet. I don't like moving house. I don't like their adverts. I don't I don't like purple. Luckily, I don't listen to him, and our estate agent, Emma, were perfect. She gave us her actual mobile number.
1: She was always available.
0: Fine. They were great. Still don't mm. like purple purple bricks.
1: You'll be totally sold. Fixed fee payable on instruction or after 10 months viewing services cost extra. See website for more details. At the bank of Antandek they're looking for a mascot. We need an
0: icon. Something that says high fly into all our mortgage customers. Like a falcon. Or a stallion. Or even better,
1: a parrot. Check it out. (laughs)